Hi, everybody. It's your lovable producer, Robert. Just here to tell you a little bit about this week's sponsor, Ground Zero Gaming. Ground Zero Gaming believes that dedication to quality parts and outstanding customer service is what every gamer wants. To prove that, they back their builds with a two-year warranty. Ground Zero can build PCs for various applications ranging from video editing, Photoshop, up to CAD programs and 3D rendering. Yes, even contractors need a PC they can rely on. So, you see their images of, like, crazy decked-out PCs with neon on them? Just remember that if you're a busy professional who needs a high-powered PC, they can build you one that's uh, business in front and party in the back, if that's what you're going for. Ground Zero also offers eSports tournament equipment and uh, facilities, as well as everything you need to start live streaming from their brand and location. Be sure to check them out at uh, Ground Zero Gaming, zero as in the digit, dot com. So GroundZeroGaming.com. Show some love for those guys for showing love to your favorite podcast network. Let's start the show. Step into the this is Macabre Grimoire with every show, Travis Nye and Robert Maley. Have Grimoire. I'm your host, Aerie Show, here with my co-host, Robert Mailing. Hey, hey, hey. And Travis and I. Hey. And we have a special guest, special guest, in the bum, studio. Bum, bum. Um, Tosh? Yep. Williams. Yeah. Williams. That's an easy yeah. last name. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to try and, and say Taj it. And Tosh does not have a question mark after it. No. Usually. No. no. It's just Tosh. Tosh. Exclamation. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, just, just throw up two hands, like the building. Right, right, oh, right. There you go. So uh, this is what chapter? You this out. I I can't see on the script. Oh, chapter thirty, past lives, right? That's correct. I didn't. Or I didn't say pa- it right. Past life 30, regression. Past life regression. I count it. <clears throat> hey. Yeah, I count it. You got the the title wrong in this life, but in the next life, you'll get the next episode. You're right. Another episode of a different <laughs> podcast. Well, they have podcasts in the future. I don't know. Okay, I'm already off. And Maybe I've already lived that life better. already. Like we don't even know. Like, time isn't linear? Yeah. Shit. I know, right? I'm living with post-life regression, so... Yeah. Mm. Like, I already know where I'm going. In See, my problem as a historian with that is okay. that if time isn't linear, this is absolutely the only time you want to ever, like, be alive on planet Earth. Right. By far. Like, in a way, like, no contest. Oh, for sure. So, the thought of any other period in the past is <clears throat> fucking terrifying, because... <laughs> uh, you would one, not survive. Because, one, <laughs> I don't like shitting myself to death. Sure. Two, I don't like getting killed violently. So that eliminates that eliminates well, funny story. (laughs) That eliminates like ninety eight percent, ninety eight point nine 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 percent of like human history. So well, here's 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 the beautiful thing about that is that your soul has picked this time and this place for you to be born into. Because he's a coward. Like me. I get it. No, 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 no. Because you've already lived those 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 previous lives and like our ancestors spent and our ancestors spent all this time trying to make life for their grandchildren and their children's children better. And so because your great 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 grandparents wanted a better life for you, that's why you're not dying of death like shitting yourself to death or anything like that. But it's also but you've also had lives like that where you did endure those sufferings and now you know how to you're better equipped in this lifetime to not encounter that kind of um, untimely demise 
Like that kind of to wash my hands. So like if you're unexplainably like afraid of something and you don't understand why, then that kind of like phobias can kind of explain like how you could have died in a past life. So terrifying. It is. Like I am pretty sure I died in a um in in a like a tornado or like a really horrific storm because like tornadoes have like always like scared the fuck out of me like my even since i was a really young age my mom's just like like she doesn't know what to do with me like she'll call me when it's a bad storm like you okay (laughs) (laughs) or like i end up over at my dad's house like shaking on the couch and he's just like and they're just everybody's just like yeah yeah does does she call with that like mr garrison voice yeah like hey you okay okay?" because they're doing when I was, okay, Mr. Mackey. <laughs> when I was living with when I was living with her, and um, uh, it was like a really bad windstorm outside, and like it it was bad. Like I had it on the Weather Channel, and like my mom from the opposite side of the house comes walking into my bedroom with a candle and just like I just thought you might need this, <laughs> and, then she, and then she walks out and goes back to bed. Thanks, mom. Like Aww. I was like twenty two, <laughs> so yeah. So. So past life regression, for those of you who don't know, is a technique that uses hypnosis to recover what practitioners believe are memories of past lives or incarnations. So basically, we're jumping to this past life regression, but this whole uh, concept uh, supposes the concept already of uh, reincarnation. So you have to be on board with that idea to get into the fact... Because there's differences. For example... Uh, in a lot of like uh, uh, Hindi culture and religion and things mm-hmm. like that, and and other like so, uh, so, there's actually more religions than I thought that uh, that get into reincarnation. Like Sufi Muslims can do that, mm-hmm. um, but most of those religious traditions and stuff like that, with like the Celts, the Sufis, etc., right. they don't believe in or have ne- never explored the idea of that you could actually access memories from oh. those past lives. That's a relatively new idea that you could actually do regression and go right. after them and get them. Right. And that's where you get into uh, our good friend, Madame Blavatsky, uh, who we covered in Chapter 19 of uh, Macabre Grimoire. So you'll definitely want to check out that episode to get the, the loadout <laughs> on all of her crazy madcap antics all over Asia, Europe, North America, etc., all over the place. Or did she... You know, got to yeah. listen to the episode right. because... We're not going to yeah. tell you the spoilers. <laughs> Or, or if she actually did those things or not. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, be sure to check that out. But, uh, yeah. And then my, my one thing, my one caveat from my research, other than the just that the idea of the regre- of getting the memories is new, is also that uh, for a while this was a fairly strongly in the psych- psychology community endorsed concept in hypnosis, but uh, has definitely like drastically fallen out of favor in modern times. Um, mostly with the APA, uh, what they'll cite is, uh, ethical concerns because people who are hypnotized tend to be in a vulnerable, vulnerable state. And so there's lots of different phenomenons that the, the people in those, you know, groups worry you're actually getting when you do, uh, past life regression. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with, with my... My disclaimers on the front there. There you go. Uh, Ari, if you want to take it from there. Sure. So, um... First off, everything Rob said is bullshit. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm no. teasing. Yeah, I'm no, teasing. I know. Um, so, as far as, like, with, with 
like past lives. Um, I've always here's so like I've always had an interest in past lives from a really young age. I remember being in kindergarten and having conversations with my friends saying like I remember standing in heaven in line waiting to be born so we could be friends in this lifetime. Like boss baby. Yes. <laughs> I haven't seen Boss Baby, but I'm just gonna take your word at it that, that was that's the deal. But um and then my other friends are like, Oh yeah and then The theological implications of Boss Baby are terrifying. <laughs> I'll get into that in a second. Okay. Um so I always thought that we came back time and time again and that we've lived previous lives together and that anybody that we've ever interacted with, like we've had interactions in previous lives um, just because we're all here together to make ourselves better and to um, raise our vibration. And and when I talk about raising our vibration, I'm talking about raising um, like yourself as a soul because we're all energetic beings and so our soul is an energetic thing that we want to, um, by basically like the whole phrase, like becoming closer to God, um, that's like being a good person and doing the things that challenge you to make you a better person. Um, those things raise your vibration to be able to make you a more evolved soul. And so, um, there was, I was, I remember this, this so clearly I was with my, with my best friend and her mom and I went to a Catholic school. And so, and nobody's ever, like, talked to me. Like, I just thought that everybody knew we reincarnated. And um, someone, and she, we were talking about heaven and all this stuff. I'm just like, yeah, but we're only in heaven for a little bit, but then we come back. And her mom got super pissed. And she was like, we are Catholic. We do <laughs> not believe in reincarnation. You go to heaven and that's it. And I was just like dumb like i didn't say that but i was just like why don't you know that we come back like it was such Aww. a weird it was such a weird concept to me that she didn't know that we actually come back and that you know we we live these lives over and over again so i was just like okay so then i just never mentioned it ever again for the longest time because of just how angry it made her for me to even bring up um reincarnation or you know past lives and all that stuff but um I didn't start diving into my own personal past lives until probably like a few years ago. But um, the interesting part is um, like there are keys to knowing like what you want to do in your life as far as like what you're meant to do. There's keys as far as like um, injuries that you have. Um, there's people that you meet, um, soulmates, and I can get into soulmates, um, that it's more than just who you marry or who you fall in love with it's it's actually you're part of a soul group and everybody in your soul group is your soul mate so there's like a whole thing about that is that group chat rates apply to the kinda, soul group kind of so um so one of the so one of the first stories that really captured me was um when i don't remember i don't remember what it was like a 2020 thing and it's talks this little boy who was like two years old and from as as from as as he was as soon as he could talk he would wake he would have like these terrible nightmares where he'd wake up in the middle of the night screaming like no man no i don't want to burn mommy you don't want to burn like you know small man in the plane burning 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 and like Ooh. talking about basically dying in a fiery plane crash and he's two he and like the parents are just like we don't talk 
talk about this kind of shit. Like, we have no idea where he's getting this. And, like, as he got, you know, older and, like, his vocabulary became more, like, like better like it would like expand and you know you know into bigger story you know into like the you know get more of the details of the story well finally they're just like okay we don't know what to do so they took him to a basically a past life regressionist and found out that he was um he had died in world war ii and now this is a kid who at that age wouldn't have any idea what any of that is and so they they, you know, he talked about what his name was, They, who his co-pilot buddies were. Um, they, He talked about who his family and his siblings and his mom and his dad were. And then, um, and they finally, they found who his sister was, who was still alive, and located his sister from, like, based, not his sister, obviously, because he's, he's born into a different family now, but who his past life sister was. And, because um, she was still alive. And um, talked with her. And, like, he could confirm and validate things that he, you know, he would know, uh, no, you know, recollection, you know, had, shouldn't know. So, um, there's stories where there's kids who say, like, oh, like, you weren't my mommy now, but you're, you're like, like, I was born into this family and now you're my mommy, you know, like, stuff like that. And just kind of, like, off, you know, comments like that. Um, but my, but that was, like, my, my first story was that little boy and then I found this book by Dr. Michael Newton um, called Journey of Souls. And I started reading that. And he goes into... Also more like, a great metal album cover band. Journey of Souls. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you're going to love their sister band, Destiny of Souls. Because yeah, that is go. the second book in his series. <laughs> and, the best part, the, the, and the best part for me that satisfies this is the fact that it's case studies. It's not just like... Some psychic woo-woo person writing about, oh, past lives, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like, no, I want the cold, hard facts. I want details. I want case studies, which is odd coming from someone like myself. But that's that's where I, that's, I like that validation. And so, um, he taught, so he, so Dr. Michael, Michael Newton, um, not only regressed people to a past life, but he started regressing people to their soul level. So basically that time in between Live, you know, living one life and then going to the next past life, he goes into that time in between where he starts to learn more about what it's like in the soul world or heaven or whatever you want to call it. And so just everything that he talks about, um, these are all based on thousands of interviews and regressions that he's done with all of his clients. And so I, we can probably, I don't know if you have a scanner or how we can get these pictures on here, but um, there's... Like, you have, like, there's this chart here where it's a circle, and, like, in the center is you, and then you have, like, your different relatives and, like, how close you are to them in this, in your current lifetime, hmm. and, like, how they all relate to you. Because it's not just, like, like, in your, in a past life, your best friend in this life could have been your sibling in a past life. So it's, like, we're all part of the same soul groups. Um, I'm probably going all over the place here, but... Well, no, I mean, th that's interesting, because I... I'm one of these people I play around with weird concepts in my head because I'm always thinking 10 steps ahead and I shouldn't. Mm -hmm. And um, it's off topic a little bit, but it, the concept of that I've been playing around with recently is like if reality is what we perceive, mm -hmm. right? And then you, that's your world because your world is what you perceive that this, the circle of how big your world is matters 
with how many people you have in it. So people that you interact with are in your world because, and the more you care about them, the bigger your world gets. But sure. you could have a very small world, per perceived world, right. by having fewer people. Right, and then that explains this chart right here of all the people that are interacting with you in your soul, in your specific soul group. So, so this is basically a chart where it's a bunch of big circles, and then inside each circle is a bunch of dots, and all those dots represent different souls. And so that so that supports that concept of like how many people that you have, you know, in your in your life and that you interact with. Um, but not only that, but like um, just. Hang on a second. I gotta reassess myself because I didn't like. Um, so, let me just talk briefly on soulmates. So, um, like we're always we were t like in our culture as far as like Western culture is concerned, we treat soulmates as this person that you're supposed to marry or the person that you're supposed to fall in love with, and there's only one. You can't have any others, and that's that's just simply not true. Because if that was the case, then like it, then you know it, we would always be like the you know the sexes would be fifty fifty, or like there'd be a certain you know there'd be a certain amount of you know there'd be like one person for, you know one person for each person, and that's just not how it works. Because everybody comes here with a certain choice on whether or not they want to be single or whether or not they want to you know be in a relationship, but um. You have to think about it that if you're here to learn a lesson and part of that lesson is you need to learn how to communicate better and so or stand up for yourself. So you're going to be given a soulmate that you've had many lives before and their job is to be shitty to you and you're going to be in a bad relationship with this person because that's the contract that you two made before you were born onto this earth. And so that gives you the opportunity as an in, as the soul, uh, you know, as an individual to choose whether or not to stay in that relationship so higher than an arch nemesis before you Right. Yeah, and like you plan out your entire life before you're born before you're actually born and not only that but like you make you have other alternate choices and alternate realities of like what could happen based off those choices i was gonna say what does that say about free will if you plan it all out before <coughs> excuse me because you have those options um because when you're born you get amnesia and so then you don't remember those choices but those are your options and so like when you die and so okay for example there's a story in in the book where this woman she had died in a past life because she was she was pregnant and her husband um, fell off a roof and died. And so at that time it was it wasn't looked upon well for her to be single and carrying a child. Sorry about that. Um, and so she had so she made the choice to end her life. So she goes into a lake and she drowns herself. And um, her guide, like she, you know, she dies, she goes, she goes up into the soul world and her guide's like, okay, you know, this is the choice that you made, but let's look at the other option that you had, had you not ended your life. And so it showed her the option of like, if you would have chose to like raise the child with your parents, or if you would have chose to raise the child, you know, on your own, you know, gave, you know, showed her the different options because it's important for her to see that she did have those options, but you know, 
after death because now she's per- better prepared to come into her next life knowing that she has options like that. So that that's a theme that's going to be repeating for her in her next life of having that difficult thing happen to her because she needs to be able to basically level up, so to speak. So it's almost like you're going through the same level in the video game and you're coming across the same boss. I was say, this sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's the whole point of it, though, is to come up with a solution to better yourself and to conquer the problem but with a memory wipe with a memory wipe but so okay so is that i'm just clarifying because for me mine feels like it's more generic sure whereas yours i mean in that example it's like very specific so is the would you say in that particular case her lesson is how to learn after loss how to live after loss or is her lesson being able to live by herself, or is her lesson that exact scenario? Her lesson is, to me, because it doesn't really talk about it in the book, but her sure. her lesson is more of how to be resilient after a big life change. Okay. And so it would be, because I forget, because they do talk about what her current problem was in her life okay. that was creating this repeating pattern for her of always having the struggle and then that you doing during the regression that's what was uncovered mm-hmm. was this incident with her um choosing to end her life gotcha so okay yes yeah. so think groundhog day but you don't remember it right all right right got it terrifying it is but once winter. you kind of like wake up and you understand that that's our whole purpose is to have these struggles and how do you better yourself to get through those struggles? Then it but then with a memory wipe. But with a memory wipe. But then it's it's like then you start to see things in a different perspective. Like oh, I'm given this challenge because I need to learn basically that. So my biggest thing is I have a terrible control issue. Like I want to control everything all the time because that's just me. And so I'm always shown opportunities where I need to release that control and just allow things to happen instead of getting freaked out and wanting to control everything. So that's one of my lessons while I'm here. And so my my lesson is, I know it sounds generic and maybe everybody has, but, but mine is patience. So like I'm in this current life, my lesson is to learn patience. And there's been, doesn't matter, it could be big things or small things. It's <laughs> it, it's just one of those tests that keeps coming up mm-hmm. and up again. And mm-hmm. you're like, it's come up too many times for randomization to be like, you know, it shouldn't keep occurring, but it does. And that's kind of what gives me that idea like, hey, this is my life lesson. That I- well, and there's more than just one life lesson that we're here to learn. Because I'd be kind of pointless to only just have the one. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, we're just here to learn one lesson, guys, and that's it. You know, there's there's so many other things because we're such a diverse, you know, individuals. Right. So, but th- where do you fall on the... So, because... I, I, I hodgepodge things together. So where I'm coming from is uh, kind of how um, Buddha, like you're trying to reach Zen, mm-hmm. even though I'm not Buddhist, but that concept that you're trying to eventually reach Nirvana, you're trying to have all these skills so you can be without other stuff. And that's kind of where um, the concept that I, well, why I say my one life lesson is patience mm-hmm. because that is one of the skills he goes through that he has to learn right. when he goes through all those different mm-hmm. tests. And that's why 
I was like, I guess you do have other ones, but ultimately it's all leading to that, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. That's the whole point is so that you can eventually evolve into um, not incarnating on Earth as often because Earth is one of the densest places to be. It's um, difficult for us. That's why we have the, the memory wipe because there are other planets and solar systems where people actually do remember their last their past lives. Um, but it's diff. It's yeah. What's up? Point of information. Huh? <laughs> I like how you're just breezing over that. Breezing uh, over aliens? The, the, the whole, like, reincarnating on alien worlds where they're aware of past lives. kind of Yeah, and that's, that what, that's where we're trying that to get one. to. Yeah, so, okay. So, obviously, the universe is a huge place. And for us to think that we're the only sentient beings in this massive, expansive universe is, is a pretty selfish thing to think and a pretty self-centered thing to to believe um and we you know there whether or not aliens have actually visited us that's an entirely different topic an entirely different episode um but there are other um solar systems and planets out there where there are sentient beings some of them are just like us some of them are a little bit different um but to and their density and like what they're made up of it um is you know it's different like life exists in different ways on these planets and so because the soul universe is so it's such an expansive is just as expansive as the universe itself you know you as a soul can choose where it is that you want to incarnate on and so um just think about this you're listening to this podcast right now that was a choice that your soul made you're listening to this information because you wanted to know it on some level or be reminded of it on some level or you have some sort of curiosity for it because it's you know it's all about the timing of like it's all intentional so you do have free will but there's also things there's also like little breadcrumbs along the way are you telling me that <laughs> my loser of a soul picked podcaster in the midwest over cyborg dinosaur gladiator planet i think you're really underselling yourself right here because i don't think that that's i think you're underselling cyborg dinosaurs (laughs) okay fine i've already done that yeah maybe you've already done that really bored with no i don't think that's you know of all the things we've talked about that is the thing i'm going to be like nope that's impossible get bored (laughs) of cyborg dinosaurs so um, so for you, um, you've picked your life because of the struggles that you needed to overcome and the challenges that you wanted to, to face in this lifetime. And so, but not only that, it was important for you to be able to get your voice out and, and have other people hear your voice and your thoughts and your opinions on a bigger scale than just like in your local town. So, so think about what about that in why that interests you like why is it so important for other people besides just your friends here hear you you know what i mean so that's something that your soul is passionate about it is public speaking but we're in a different time now where we can have podcasts and we can broadcast I don't have this. to be the half-clothed, crazy town drunk right. that runs around screaming random things about cyborg dinosaurs at 14th century peasants. Right, right, exactly. exactly. Cyborg dinosaurs, internet! Yeah, he's totally crazy. Just ignore him. <laughs> so, I'm not trying to push back, but I'm just... No, no. So, would, would it make a difference, I guess, to you? I mean, it would kind of make a difference to me, but... Would you feel better if, like, it was a different dimension rather than another planet? It, I am a huge spaceman, and I do believe there's life out there. But I, 
I'm curious about the whole picking this planet versus other planets, but I guess... I but that's the whole point. That's We picked it because we have lessons to learn, okay. because we knew it was going to be difficult. We knew that we were going to be encountering these type of challenges. And, and here's... Darn, darn disembodied souls that are all about self-improvement. Here's where yeah. it gets more fucked up, because <clears> there, are, there are people out there who believe that we are a planet full of um, all, uh, a bunch of different alien races trying to have wars and reliving and trying to rehash out all of our... Work. <laughs> all of our grievances in, like, different ways. And so if you think about it, it's like, it's like Star Wars, but on Earth. But it's, yeah. It, okay. Ruben Langdon has, like, an amazing... Um, like explanation of that. I'm I'm not as ele- I'm not as uh, good of a speaker as he is. So yeah, I'm not joking. There's a episode of South Park with that. Oh really, yeah, that is the plot. That's awesome. And there's a taco that poops ice cream. It's Be- glorious. Right. I mean, because if you think about it, if you think of people believing in one specific thing, and you people think of people believing in the opposite thing, and that they're constantly fighting with each other, it makes you wonder. Like, I wonder what it was that they were really fighting about on their planet in a past life. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Alien races. I mean, I don't know. It's okay. not. It's terrifying though, because then that, that idea is just like tragedy doesn't just happen once; it just like rips itself open over and over and over. Until you learn the lesson to raise yourself up above that and move on past the issue. But with a memory wipe. With a memory wipe. Well, because I think the memory wipe might be this hurdle. I'm really having trouble <laughs> with the. You need to learn, but with a memory wipe. <laughs> but not. So simple. Haven't you seen Overboard? No. You've never seen either one of the two Overboard movies? No. Oh. It's one of those things that uh, she gets a memory wipe, and so she lives in like a poor house, middle-income family, right? She used to be rich. She's rich. And then she like, when she gets her memory back, she's like, oh, I totally didn't know that's how other people lived and then her life changed so that's what i'm saying there's times where you just can't get learn certain things until you have a totally new perspective on it which is why you need the memory wipe because if you don't then right you'll be, keep holding on to your old habits and then when you die it all floods back to your soul it does yeah you i made that up is that right <laughs> kind of yeah cool <laughs> your, your soul knows but it's not telling you yeah like you do know you do have these you do have these like other you know things that you struggled with in your in your previous lives and so i mean think about something that you're struggling with right now something that's just like it just keeps coming up for you and just like why like why does this keep coming up for me well think about how that could have presented it to yourself in a past life and think about different ways that in this life that you could overcome that struggle because nothing is impossible to to overcome because you're given all the tools that you need to overcome that. And not only that, but you can ask for those, for people to come and help you. It's just, do you choose to make that choice of having people help you or continue to wallow in your current issue and not ask for help or try to like suffer through and like fix it yourself? There's always options. And you do have free will, but you have to have the memory wipe. Otherwise, it doesn't... Otherwise, it doesn't work. It doesn't work because if you because if you knew it, it'd be like you'd be going through the level like it was all fresh all over again, and you'd be like, "Oh fuck, I know where that turn is. I know where this is coming up. Oh, the, say, the bridge is coming up ahead." Can my soul internet go on the soul or my soul go on the soul internet and find soul Wikipedia and like cut to the chase and tell me like 
Oh, that's how you do that, or like a YouTube tutorial? Kinda, yeah. So there's actually a, a, a drawing of what the library looks like in the soul world. A library a in the mother soul. motherfucking library. It's like, it's like the gray. It's all these disarranged file cabinets that you gotta Do I need to go back, though, and touch upon the different dimensions and, like, the alien stuff, or are we good on that? We're as good as we're gonna get in the single podcast on that. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so I just lost the page. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Listeners, I did not mean to scream in your ear. I mean, I kind of did, but I will really... replace your speakers. <laughs> the book fell out of my hands. I mean, it's not like it's a delicate book, but like this is what the library kind of looks like, and it just goes on and on and on and on and on. So, okay. So, so this, how do we this, is, this These are the tables, because this is this is what all of the people who have been regressed explain it looking like what it looks like. The bookcases are on the outsides. You have an entry. You have an entry point, and then I think the bees here is um, your different different spirits that help you. Now they're spirit bees. Crap. Okay. Am I no, the, Okay. So as far okay, we figure it's it's right. it's called the Life Books His Life Books Library. Um, there are librarian guides that sure are, are archivist souls in charge of the books. They are quiet, almost monastic beings who assist both guides and students from many primary clusters in locating information. These spiritual libraries serve souls in different ways depending upon their level of attainment, meaning like how much you've leveled up. Um, souls may be assisted either by their own guides, the archivists, or both. And so he says, some of my clients go to the library alone upon returning to the spirit world, while other guides who routinely accompany them into this space. Because, like, sometimes you're not evolved enough as a, as a soul to be able to go in there on your own. Because it's such a massive place, like, you wouldn't even know where to look. So it's almost like your mom being like, sorry, little guy, you must be this hot rat. Like, sorry, but you could come with me and I will show you what you need. So, okay. so there's bookshelves. Um... I'm changing so the movie do, parable. This is now the Matrix rebuilding Zion over and over. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. So what's your question? Uh, no. So do we have a bigger memory as a soul than as a human? Oh fuck yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because like as a soul, you already you remember all of your previous lives oh. and what and what happened in those previous lives and. Can my soul remember where I left things? Well, you don't. Have in previous much. lives. <laughs> In general. <laughs> yes. So, okay. So, here's here's a story. Um, in, in, um, pe- people in India have a very strong belief in previous lives. There was this, there was this little girl who was born into a family, and um, she was very concerned about her, her family missing, her other family missing her. And so, she was born into, um, I can't remember if it was a richer family or a poorer family. For the sake of the story, we'll just say she was currently born into a poorer family. Okay. And her other family, her past life family was richer so um she screwed up well no because she was she wanted me <coughs> going to yeah, yeah yeah anyways she she needed the struggle it's not karma it's not karma okay so um so anyway so she's born into this other family and she starts talking about her her sons and her daughters and her her spouse and all this stuff and they're just like like oh like why are you talking about all of this well they they you know they they get more information out of her and then they she is able to take them to her village that she lived in in her past life to the house point out things on the house that only somebody who lived in that house would know that information and not only that but uncover money that she had buried in the backyard that her sons were still trying to find where mom left all the money after she died and couldn't locate it and she was like it's right here and led them directly to it so cool 
So, yeah, like, you could have so something lost that in a past life, but you have to be lucid enough to be able to access those memories. And by lucid, we mean sober. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> Not my soul. My, my, my reincarnation soul is hammered 24-7. <laughs> um, so, yeah, past lives, man. It's, it's a wild ride. It's craziness. It's so crazy. So, Tej, I feel like you might have a little more to, to say here. <laughs> I mean, just so... Did we, we were, blow your mind? Yeah, no. Okay, so I'm peeling yeah, back. No. <laughs> it, it is anything I haven't talked about in a while. But okay, so we were talking earlier before we started how you know when you talk to people whether it's an implanted, it, like an implanted suggestion that you run with or whether it's something that's real. But yeah. Uh, so there's two things I want to bring up. I guess one is that I know for sure my current life lesson is patience, and that just from personal experience in this lifetime. And not just because that airplane trip you took with Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> right. Uh, I guess... Ah, <laughs> uh, she gets it now. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, no, not because of that. But uh, my past life stuff that I know about is... Alright, so... I grew up in a family where I can't find any justi justifiable reason why I would have interest in stuff. Um, so, like, um, you know, I have interest in, like, uh, you know, swords and spears and halibirds and stuff like that. And so it was, and I always, when I grew up as a kid, I, it was weird. Like, I always had, like, this warrior's code behind me. And it was one of these things that's, like, I have no justifiable, justifiable reason where it's coming from. It's not coming from my dad because he did you know, he didn't have a bunch of machismo. So it wasn't like, you know, you got to be real manly. And so it's, like... Where is this coming from? And it was kind of what I finally came across is that it was a past life, and that in my past life I was uh, Mongolian, and so because um, I finally talked with somebody and and she was like, yeah, you were you know a Mongol. And then what was interesting is so when I meet people and I tend to be loyal until something goes wrong and then I'm not loyal to them. It, it's like I'm instantly, like, I stay to my word and I'm, like, instantly loyal. You'll I, defend their honor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so what was interesting, she brought up that the way I died in my past life, which was very interesting, was that I was, like, uh, a right hand to, you know, a, a sultan or a king sure. or something. A con. A, a con, yeah. And so I, I was loyal to him, but I was too loyal because I told him something they didn't want to hear and then supposedly he put me between two horses and I, you know. So how do you feel about horses? That had to be Genghis. I <laughs> Kublai would never let that shit fly, but yeah. Thank um, you, historian. I'm okay with the horses. I mean, my sister um, had a horse and I was always nervous around it, but just because it's a big animal. Well, but, yeah, obviously, but, yeah. But yeah. Horses are terrifying and they can sense your fear. Yeah. I got stepped on, but when I was, but yeah, it Me wasn't too. bad. But you know, just the horse pickup sure. for, yeah. and separation. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah. So that it was just it's stuff like that that makes me kind of believe in past lives. That mm. so how when you did the past life? So was a past life regression that you actually went through, or was this just somebody trying like intuitively like basically used to be like yeah you totally were like a Mongol soldier like you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, like somebody like egging you on. 
and that's where I'm not sure because it wasn't regression. It wasn't like there, you know, like formal regression. Sure. Therapy. Yeah. Because yeah. like, um, I noticed like there are certain things that I am like just naturally attracted to that I just absolutely love for no reason. Like stay on your side of the couch. <laughs> Travis, what the fuck, man? (laughs) (laughs) This is why Travis and I sit so separate from each other, because I'm just naturally attracted to Travis. Is Is that what you're saying? This is audio, so the folks at home can't see this, but Travis literally just disappeared in a puff of smoke. (laughs) Pretty impressive. So, um, so, like, there's things that I, that I absolutely love as far as aesthetics. Like, I love, um, Asian culture. I love everything about, you know, basically Asian anything. I also... You're such a dick. (laughs) Um, I also love, um, like, medieval stuff. I love, like, lace. I love fancy things. I love the French. I love the French language. Um... I love healing. I love being a natural. He- I'm. I. I feel like I'm a natural healer. I like um, the medicinal arts as far as um, like being, you know, I, whether it's being a doctor or a pharmacist or um, you know, like a shaman or herbalist that type of thing. And so, with that in mind, and and what you talked about as far as like being naturally attracted to swords and stuff. Yeah. Um, I did do a past life regression and. Um, I was a French noblewoman, and I want to say in like the 1600s, 1700s, and so I was born into a very well-to-do family who was very involved in, in politics, and I didn't have a choice in who I married because of the whole political time of the region or whatever it was, but um, I always dressed fancy all the time, and like I love wearing dresses. Like Dresses are like my favorite, absolute favorite thing to wear, um, but like I also... Um, had a hard time had a hard time dealing with authority because of my position I was able to tell people to basically fuck off but at the same time I kind of couldn't because I was a woman so so there's so there's different themes there but then um, as far as like the healing stuff like I was a shaman in like a tribe like thousands and thousands of years ago um, and as and like I never got to deal go into like why does Asian culture fascinate me so much or why mm-hmm. do I think it's so beautiful and like I love it basically like I feel like I'm home when I think about Asia. And, like, I've been to Korea, and just, like, being there is just like, oh, finally, you know? So there's stuff like that where, like, I, t- I completely relate to, to that statement. It's just um, it's just interesting that somebody would say Mongol and not be, like, like the Mongol, you know, Mongolia, but not be, like, well, what about, um, like, England, you know? Like, why not in the medieval times, you know? Oh, yeah. Because there's other different like cultures that you know fought and had different you know weapons and stuff so why you know like why that why that yeah um i don't it was i don't know it was <laughs> really it, it was i don't know where that specifically came from and and like I, it's a weird term to say and i know i'll probably be mocked for it but there's something about that that uh it, i felt like i was um a weapon lord i know that sounds weird but there's this weird thing like a master I, at arms. Well, kind of because like, if I pick up something, you know, like if somebody was like to hand me a dagger or sword, like my instant thing is to feel the weight and see like, all right, is this like a clumsy weapon that you want to be, you know, fast with the tail control or is this a, you know, it's something where I'm just like, there's muscle memory there. You come alive like when a when like a sword comes in your hands, like oh yes, yes, yeah. this, <laughs> this is my life. Yeah. Um, that's a no. That I totally understand that. Um, I just, 
Just curious, like, Why? what about Mongolia? Like, have you looked into what? Mongolia or Mongolian culture and thought, like, yeah, this totally fits? Or have you looked into other have you cultures? recently been to a No. No, it, it was, I don't know. I mean, part of it, part of why, that's what I'm saying. I'm not sure part of why the, it was suggested. and But I still kind of, I was kind of leaning that way anyways. With, part of it was the, the, the warrior's coat. The other part was, at the time, I had just a, just a single goatee. Here. Sure, sure. And so uh, it's I don't know there the way I, I look with just a single goatee rather than full beard. Right. I don't know. It was yeah I did, that I can't explain why. Exactly. You can't explain exactly why Mongolia, but when yeah. this person said it, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So just just floating this out here, you both you have these experiences and these interests and stuff like that that you source through your thinking like past lives. Mm-hmm. I get random interests like that like i mean have you seen me or interacted with me i have no rob i've never seen you (laughs) all over the wall interests in like all over the place things but i've never where do you make the leap to that's past lives instead of like oh i'm just quirky so what's something that really interests you uh like you you come across and you're just like god i just love that and you, you can't explain why but you just do and it has to be, the other thing is it's something that you weren't, like, exposed to. Like, you know, it's not like your family did it, and so you grew up around it, and you're like, okay, so I like that because I grew up around that. I'm familiar with it. It's something that, like, you just turn a corner, you see it, and you're like, I've never seen it before, but I like it. It's, it can be like that, too, yeah. yeah. Well, that'd yeah. be, like, pretty much any of my interests because I'm a, I go back to the farm, and I am a total alien from the rest of the family as far as right. my interests and outlook right. and everything else. Right. I'm just, I'm always the consummate outsider. So you probably typically weren't a farmer in many of your, of your past lives, or if you were a farmer, you really hated it. You know? <laughs> uh, serious, I mean... You were a farmer like six times and you just hated the shit out of every moment of the... But it'd be, oh, I mean, and farming could be very foreign to you, but in this lifetime, it's like, okay, like, you've had, your guys are probably like, okay, you've had enough lifetimes where you weren't a farmer, and... Everybody else in your tribe had to be a fucking farmer, so now it's your turn to be born into a oh, farming shit. family. There's like unions and duties and stuff like that <laughs> yeah. in the soul world now. So yeah, because, like, because you drew eight A, so uh, you got to be a farmer for two thousand years. Because Enjoy. There, there are souls that choose easy lifetimes over and over again because they're not so concerned with learning lessons. Why wouldn't you? Well, right, but but the thing is, is that your goal though is to level up as a soul. And if you're constantly choosing Living the easy- best life you can possibly live over and over and over again, seems like the top level. <laughs> but, but eventually, you're going to want to level up because other people around you, other souls around you, will be leveling up. And so, if everybody's leaving you and you're still staying at level one, it just it kind of becomes less fun, and you want to challenge yourself. So, challenges. It's are all about self growth. I'll, I'll come down and visit you. Okay. Level one. Thanks, man. It's always good to come down like fully stocked with attributes and just like tear it up. It, it's like it's like going out in a in an MMORP or whatever. Just like with your level one friend and you're like level fifty and you both hit the monster at the same time with he with his like just regular sword and you with your like sword of Aeon or whatever just like blows him up. It's like good job, buddy. You you really got in there too. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know where 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 else we wanna like any other questions, I guess. Travis, you got questions. I know it. 
I'm kind of like I'm not saying it don't exist, but I'm kind of bummed that karma doesn't play a bigger role. Like we get to choose what we want to do. Well, yeah, no, we, we if we do that, we veer into religion. Right. right. See, I get that. Um, so okay, yes, I want to talk. I want to touch on that. So as as far as karma, so um, there are some excellent stories in this book um, that talk about that. Whereas in a past life, this so okay, in the current life, this woman was having an issue with a relationship where um, her husband left her. And she and any relationship that she's in, the men always leave her, and she couldn't understand why this is always happening. And so she went and she had she had the regression and found out that in her previous lives, she was the one that was always doing the leaving. And so it was kind of like it was now her turn to feel the pain of that being being left because that's part of her lesson was to learn was to learn that and to learn how to um, take care of yourself and be on your own and also the pain of that loss. And so there is that karma aspect where, like, okay, in this lifetime, I'm going to be shitty to you, but in the next lifetime, you're going to be shitty to me. And so... Who signs up? I know. Who signs up for that? Who wants that? But (laughs) but we don't become better people or better better souls by only getting the easy stuff given to us. We need to have the hard stuff because otherwise, how else are we going to learn? Um, And then... Okay, spirit mom. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know if we got taught a lesson or we were just told to do drugs. Thing. I don't know what, I don't know what to think you about that. You just really got to do the hard stuff sometimes. Sometimes you just got to gotta go through the shitty stuff. But um, one other thing that I do want to address is um, the the aspect of, like, animals and creatures. Now, there are some, some cultures that believe, like, oh, if I live a crappy life, I'm going to be reincarnated as, like, a slug. Yeah. But if I lived an excellent life, I'm going to be reincarnated as, like, a cow or, like, some other, like, holy animal or whatever like it doesn't matter i mean i'm just giving yeah india or wherever um yeah hopefully not a feedlot so here's here's the thing with that we don't ever incarnate as animals because we are more complex souls who have lessons to learn whereas animal souls are they're different they have a different vibration they have a different way of interacting with us and like and yes and for pet lovers out there um, if you have, feel like you have a special connection with the animal that you have in your life right now, there's a reason for that is because you ha- you shared a life together. And so they've come back, they found their way back into your life. And, um, like I grew up with no animals and I was always fascinated with dogs and cats and like always like really wanted to have a dog. And so when I met my current husband, or current husband, whoa, that sounded kind of weird and ominous, but when I met Dominic, he had, he had animals, and I was like, ugh, gross, I don't want pets, like, I, because I hate the hair, I hate, I hate the mess that they create, but then I found myself solely falling in love with them, well, then, um, there was a stormy night, and this little orange and white tuxedo cat found its way into our garage, and, yeah? Was it attack? is that a type I'm picturing a cat with a tuxedo. I'm not familiar with that term. Is there okay, a- so like certain cats will have different patterns, and like the tuxedo cat is one that has the white paws, the white chest, and they look like they're wearing a tuxedo. Ah, so they can really be black it, or tabby. I was just hoping this mystery cat just showed up in a like like a dapper looking cat with like a top yes. hat and shit like that. <laughs> yes. Yes. So this little orange and white tuxedo cat shows up in our garage, and Dominic's like, uh, "I need you to come out here and help me with something," and. 
And so... Honey, there's a rabid animal I need you to use as a shield so while this, I try to shoot it out of the ground. So this cat came to us at a time when I was going through a major um, depression um, depressive stage. I wasn't working. I was having a really hard time with life. And this little orange cat shows up. And... We kept him in our garage for a couple of days, feeding him and taking care of him, taking care of him. But then eventually, it's like, okay, he needs to go and find his family. So we opened up the doors to the garage and we let him go, and he didn't leave. Anytime I went outside, he followed me everywhere, like refused to leave my side. And then I go back into the house, and he circled our house for eight hours, crying and wanting in the house and wanting to be near me. And so I texted Dominic, I'm like, we have a problem. So. Cooper is now part of our clan, but, like, Cooper, like, Dominic's, like, I can't explain it, but he is, like, attached to you, like, 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 nothing else. And I've never had an animal like that. I've never had that kind of experience, but, like, Cooper and I were, like, thick as thieves, and we're just, like, super, like, intuitive with each other. Like, he knows if I'm not feeling well, and he knows, like... Like, after I've, have a, after I've done, like, a reading with somebody, like, he loses his mind because he has to be on me when I'm doing a reading. So if I'm at home and I'm doing readings, he'll be, like, laying on me. But if I'm doing it somewhere else, like, Dominic says that he, like, basically paces the house and he's, like, looking out the windows and, like, waiting for me to come back home because he needs to be near me while I'm doing that. So oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's, it's kind of bizarre because even, like, if I'm going through something at work and I'm not home, he just knows because Dominic's just like, he's going crazy. He's like, what's going on? So so there is that connection that we have with animals. It's just we don't ever reincarnate as as an animal. Um, and there's, there's, I mean, there's so much more to it than just that. Like, I'm giving a really high-level overview. Of course. Because, yes. like, I mean, like, you want to say, like, oh, well, I've had a connect, you know, like, you know, what about, you know, other types of animals, like horses or pigs or goats and all this stuff. And, like, like yeah, like, if you had a connection with an animal, there's a reason for that. Because in a past life, you had a connection. So just just settle your mind right now that, yes, it's true, you're validated. But if you need validation, give me a call and we'll have an appointment and I'll talk to you about it. So... Very cool. Was there anything else that you wanted to talk about, though, that you had questions <clears throat> of, as far as, like, past lives or... Oh, that I had questions about? Yeah. You were just uh, talking about peeling back the onion and, like... Well, no, I'm just saying it's something that I've never... I haven't talked about in years. Like, even oh. my, my current life, I, I really haven't brought it up. That it's like, oh, by the way, I think I had a past life, you know. Right. It's one of those things that, you know, I haven't shared in, in several years. It's, you know, it's just, like, a part of me. That, that you just kind of keep closeted because you're kind of afraid of, like, who's going to look at you as, like, a wacko? No, just because it never comes up. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, it never really does. Which really, I mean, like... Yeah. Just like, hey, hey, hey Tash, how was the weekend? Are you under 600 years ago? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Well, I learned that I was a warrior of the steeps 600 years ago, and I rode with the great Kalasar of, of uh, you know... Genghis Kublai, and I was one of the founding fathers of the Golden Horde. Cool. <laughs> Took my kid to baseball. We had the barbecue. It was very nice. I'm gonna stand over here on the other side of the water cooler now. <laughs> right. Oh, there's something else I also want to bring up about past lives. You have had lives as men, and you've had lives as women. So, like, you've been both sexes in in previous lives. But if you find that you are more 
of a masculine personality versus more feminine then you've incarnated more times as a man versus as a female and if you're if and if you're female and you're more masculine then you that's the same thing you've incarnated more times as a man versus as a female but if you're a man and you're more feminine then you've had more lives as a female versus as a man and so um it's just so it's important to recognize that there are aspects of that in all of us it's just um, how many times that you favor one sex over the other and the reason why you're being challenged in this lifetime it, um that could be something that comes up as a repeating theme so okay but, but that kind of fits into the yin, yin, yin and yang of things mm -hmm. that you're mm -hmm. like you need to be there's balance and yeah yeah you need to have different challenges so okay so Thanks. I, I think this topic is going to lead into a topic that I really want to do at some point when I have it much more thoroughly researched, which is the bicameral mind. Because that's that's where I think a lot of this comes from, if I actually believe in the bicameral mind, which I'm not sure I do. Okay. But if I was ever going to believe in a theory that was really, really out there about how the human brain works, I would totally be the bicameral mind. Sure, sure. But uh, we... But we don't have time to get into that, so that's a teaser for like maybe like nice. a few episodes from now. We'll sure. get into it, but uh, yeah, if if you want spoilers, just Google Google that and have your get ready to have your mind blown. And for both of them for funsies. Um, so if you're into numerology, and since we're talking about um, past lives, and if this is coming up for you as a theme in your life, um, let's look up the meaning of the numerology for the number three and see how that fits into your life and how this episode um, um, basically impacted you so cool because there's a meaning and signs and symbols everywhere for a reason there you go so anybody got anything to uh, shamelessly plug before we go um, you got shows anything going on Supercon that's my next big thing nice yes I'm not Sup on the poster what? <laughs> You're not in the shadows with like a cloak over I you, could be. I didn't look behind, behind yeah. the foreground. Yeah. Yeah, You're, just, you're just really like <laughs> yeah. dark. Like they yeah. turned on the, the contrast on the image. You're actually there. You just have uh, to turn up the brightness. Yeah, just hit, hit it with that black light real quick. There you go. Right. Yeah. Dash, I understand you have a podcast that yes, people might be interested in. Yeah. Tell us about that. Um, I have a podcast called uh, Tad Too Far. Uh, where me and two other co-hosts, uh, we... Uh, take things and put them together that shouldn't go together and uh, talk about it. So um, our current episode, so the one that comes out this Friday is round three of Famous Families. And their pets. And their pets. Yeah. And then uh, next week is going to be fun. It's going to be uh, U.S. politicians as a rapper. So. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, you just like pull topics out of a hat and you're like this and this. Uh, kind not exactly where it's not that randomized oh, but, sure. but we each take turns and we come up with their own topic and okay cool, cool we each do and they're a separate and, round and instead of just like onomatopoeing it they yeah. uh it's like a seat i don't want to say researched but it seems like your crew like they really give it like a lot of thought like a, yeah. like i feel like you could challenge them on something about their like theory of how this would work and they actually would like Defended. Not quite, but would almost have sources to be like, well, this behavior is because I think this, and if you look at this episode of this show, you'd know that they would behave this way in this scenario. It's like, okay, it, they really yeah. sound like they know what the fuck they're talking about. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah we, we do, we research, like, because we get to pick uh, the own subject for each episode, that person, would, and that was kind of the strength behind design, it was that that person would be stronger in that one, and then we have to come with our own weakness and be like, all right, I'll do a little bit of research on this and then say, this is what I want to add to it. 
And so it, that's where it becomes fun because you're like, all right, we got to do enough research to just be able to justify it a little bit. There so, you go. Yeah. There you go. So, Harry, what you got? Okay. Well, I'm part of this little podcast called Chaos Reigns. Yes. And we coming are back. coming back. Yay. Uh, we don't have a date yet. We don't have a plan yet, but we are coming back. And if you don't know what Chaos Reigns is, it's a podcast. We talk about filmmaking and making movies and all that and all that stuff and this, so this time this this time around we're going to have a stronger focus on filmmaking whereas previous episodes we've done mostly just talking about movies and topics and then also things in our lives and our lives as filmmakers but this is going to be more of um, like an educational podcast and like how to like act on set and what are different ter- what's the different terminology and like nice. being on set and like what what you should you and should you not be doing on set stuff like that um, and then also I have coming up in October I don't have a date yet but I will be doing um, potentially another live medium open mediumship at uh, the Eastside Last Stop CD shop. So nice. I have to nail down dates on that. And when I have a date, then I will um, be able to freely announce that. So very cool. We're looking at October for a date for that. Nice. So. And, and where could people find information when you do post that Midwest? Oh, you can find it on my Facebook page on facebook.com slash Ari Nicole Medium. And that's A R I Nicole Medium. I C H or I C O L E? N I C O L E. Nice. Um, so, yeah, speaking of the East uh, Last Stop CD shop, at Last Stop Studios, located on East 10th Street, September 21st, we are doing a live podcast recording for the network that will involve uh, podcasts The Dresh Code and Urban Indians Podcast, plus live music by the local band McVeigh. Uh, and now we've got three stand up comedians booked into that, too. Uh, th- Stuff is getting cray-cray, and we aren't even in September yet, so you need to get out there and uh, buy yourself some tickets. Yes. Uh, those are available also at uh, Last Stop CD Shop on East 10th Street. What are ticket prices? Uh, $10 a ticket. There you go. Now you know. 10 bucks. You have an evening of entertainment. And it, yeah. it starts at, what, 6? It starts at 6 p.m. And goes till... Uh, whenever the whenever God takes out. us. No, uh, <laughs> Probably I, I, 8, 30, I think they, li- they literally throw us out at 9 o'clock. Yeah. So. Okay. okay. Literally. They they have like guards and everything. It's it's, it's quite a, over the top. I've, I've, I've if we did the Norrtoll run, we can stay there, right? Exactly. Okay. I'm outrun their bullets. <laughs> no, that was that was two episodes ago in the Cop Grimoire when we covered the whole oh, Area 51 run. raid. Yeah. But... Uh, Oh, and then a little podcast that uh, myself and uh, Ari are involved in, uh, Macabre, or not Macabre Mark. Yeah, yeah I that, in that one too. Yeah. 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 You were there, you, you this week, yeah. Uh, no, no uh, <laughs> Edge Case Podcast, audio drama, finally, September 10th, it will be finished, there will be an episode, it's going to happen, I promise. If I have to, like... With my blo- blo- like bloody hand, shove the tape into that because I don't understand how podcasts work. Uh, into like as I fall dead, we will get an episode out on September tenth. No, actually, the September tenth episode is looking pretty good. Good, so. good. I, I just wanted to have all the episodes done before we started airing, so I could just spend all my time promoting while that was going on. I I, was like, uh, I have to apologize. Somebody asked me about like when it when it's becoming available, and I'm like, I don't know, September. Like that was that was the best. I could absolutely tell them. So now I can tell them September, September 10th. 10th. So Because I apparently didn't have enough to do in September. And I just don't know what episodes I'm on. 
I know what episodes I'm on, but I don't know when they're you know, airing. Like stories, that, but yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's that's not 100% firm yet. So, that's okay. I'll just, when they release, I'll be like, I'm in that one. Listen. So, can you tell us yet what the pilot one is? What the first... The, the, the first episode is going to have three stories in it. Okay. Here, here's a spoiler on Macabre Grimoire about Edge Case Podcast. The names of the stories in episode one are uh, Stalled, Canine's Guide to the Apocalypse, and I'm blanking on the third one. So No, it's called Her and I. Okay. So, uh, I thought a, that was the actual name. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be like... <laughs> like, like I thought about it. I, I was really tempted to reach for the board and slowly fade it out as I started to <laughs> yeah, say that. Yeah, or so, yeah. Something mean like that. But no, we won't do that to you. So, uh, yeah. Especially, uh, they're all great stories. But uh, if you have a dark sense of humor, Canine's Guide to the Apocalypse is pretty, pretty awesome. And I like Stalled because I, I wrote it. I totally wrote it as the pilot for this series, so I learned a lot from writing it, but uh, I think you'll still enjoy it. It's still enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Oh, crap. There's something else I want to talk about past lives and had to do with ghosts, but we can talk about that another time. Right? Yeah. How would that work with ghosts? I got a whole thing, man. Okay. A whole okay. Thing, so. <laughs> so thank you for joining us, and we will see you all next time. Bye! Macabre Grimoire is a production of the SiouxEmpire.com. Learn more at macabregrimoire.com.